0: Hi there, before we start the show, we'd just like to let you know about Recon, the reality escape convention. And boy howdy do we need to escape reality right now. Recon is a free global escape room convention taking place August 23rd and 24th via the magical medium of the internet. It's for owners, creators, players, agencies, and just about anyone interested in immersive games. So what's the lineup? It's got curated talks, live speaker Q&As, live group discussions interactive games and a digital exhibit hall but more than that it's an opportunity to be part of this growing community that we're in uh, and making a cool interconnected sustainable escape room industry so yeah check out the show notes for a link uh, or search for reality escape convention on the old Googly wooglies uh, just to clarify this is not a paid ad spot we just heard about it from the lovely folk at room escape artist and thought it'd be cool so looking forward to seeing you there now on with the show Hello and welcome to the Infinite Escape Room, the puzzling podcast where a group of geographically diverse chums meet up, have a drink, or well, meet up in, in Dominana's garden where we're doing a socially distanced uh, recording. Um, in the middle of a rainstorm under a gazebo, uh, you might, eagle-eared listeners might be able to detect <laughs> just a hint of rain <laughs> outside this recording. It is absolutely wanking it down. The gazebo is doing a champion job. Periodically we get a literal bucket of water roll off the top. Um, It's pretty incredible. Um, Anyway, oh yeah, and sorry, when we're not getting slightly moist, uh, we also work together to solve a homemade escape room of the ears. I'm Mike, I'm drinking a Brewdog 50-50, which is basically their equivalent of a fancy shandy. Uh, It's quite sherbety and quite refreshing and quite nice and should keep me just about sober enough to facilitate a puzzle. And joining me today we have...
1: Um, Anna. I'm drinking, uh, you might not have heard of it, it's uh, San Miguel. I think it's a uh, Spanish lager. Uh, very obscure, very delicious.
2: <laughs> uh, I'm Dom, I'm also drinking the San Miguel Premium Especial, original lager beer. Um, it's it's a lager. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm Laura and I'm bringing... And you Cali Pale, which is apparently a juicy pale ale.
0: So, what is the Infinite Escape Room? Well, it's an escape room that's stretching across all known themes, retail parks and dimensions. Every room in the Infinite Escape Room links into the next in one big, never-ending escape experience adventure. One of us will present a part of the Infinite Escape Room, today it's me, while the others try and solve it. And if we don't escape within 30 minutes, then we'll lose and a rubbish stuff will happen to us. And if we break anything, we will lose our deposit, which this week... Anna, what's our deposit?
1: Oh, my goodness. It's the gazebo. Oh,
0: God. <laughs> OK, if we break anything, we'll lose the gazebo, which is... <laughs> we really can't afford to lose the gazebo right now.
2: <laughs> it's all that's keeping us safe from drowning.
0: Yeah, it's, it's like, it's not like even, will the equipment get wet? It's like, will we, <laughs> will we survive? If we go silent, because we have lost the gazebo. <laughs> I just periodically has a little piss. <laughs> <laughs> a little
1: one. Oh,
0: dear. <clears throat> Are we ready, folks? Sorry, Hi, we? We? So, Yes. <laughs> then let's enter the infinite escape room.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I apologise for the transition on this one being slightly longer than usual, but John set me up a bit of a horrible handover last time. Yeah. So, last time, you bust your way out of a conspiracy-fueled bunker to find yourselves in a baggage carousel filled with little grey buckets of Nazi gold and seeing our robot pal, malleable Merv, engaged in a life-or-death battle with the mechanical facsimile of Adolf Hitler. Thanks again, John, for that handover. (laughs) (laughs) They're evenly matched. You need to do something to swing the battle in Merv's favour. We to oh
2: areas, well, like now. Yeah. Well, y- yes. <laughs> uh, well, I'm gonna uh, just grab handfuls of of bullion,
0: of not of fascist bullion, and, and lob it at. Uh, at um, Robot though? Yeah, robo Adolf. Uh, you pick it up and you lob it, but you can't get the gold up very far. However, the bucket that you have pulled out of seems to have a Churchill mask in it. If we put that on Merv. Or we could lob it. You throw the Churchill mask at Robot Adult Hitler, startling him. You startled Robot Hitler. <laughs> Merv takes advantage of the situation to land a wonderful right hook on Robo Hitler with one of his tumble dryer tube arms, knocking the fake Fuhrer down onto the carousel. Startled, he uses his robotic transformation powers and morphs into a Messerschmitt. Blasting a hole in the wall with his swastika cannons and zooming <laughs> off into the sky. <laughs> Merv salutes you. You've won the robot war. Well done, you.
2: Nice. Yay. Wait, what kind of salute? He hasn't been turned, has he? <laughs>
0: <laughs> to- totally. I, I think. What was? Red Dwarf. Oh yeah, yeah. He does the, the, the salute from one. Red Dwarf. Cool. You return to England to find the robot war has ruined the economy. That and Brexit and COVID. You get humble jobs at humble factories, suffer through rationing, raise humble families, suffer through the robot poll tax and robo Thatcher. Eventually, the nation recovers. I and was you... just
2: Thatcher, wasn't it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you all land a sweet gig installing superfast broadband in one of the Infinite Escape Room's many idyllic rural villages. You're just pulling into a lay by to check your directions when you see a tractor in your rearview mirror and everything goes black. You wake up to find yourself in the middle of a sunny little field. The grass is green, the sun is shining, and in the background you think you hear the refrain from Jerusalem playing. Birds tweet in thick hedgerows surrounding this lovely little field. A cute little fox scampers beneath you with a rabbit in his jaws. You must be in the wonderful English countryside. But wait a second, beneath you? As your sleepy eyes adjust, the rose-tinted patina lifts. You realise you're looking at the world through thin brown bars. You appear to all be trapped within a twig-based effigy of a person. A wicker man, if you will. You're all currently ensconced in the torso, and looking down can see a large pile of kindling below the feet. Oh dear, oh no. It looks like you've been caught trying to bring vital infrastructure to to this beautiful, if economically disadvantaged, bit of rural England, and the locals have decided to sacrifice you to their pagan goat god. A distant radio crackles, and starts to play the introduction.
1: Oh, Just on cue.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Play the introduction to the Archers Omnibus on Radio Four. Somehow, you know that when this inexplicably popular radio soap about posh English farmers concludes in exactly thirty minutes, yeah. the locals will return and get up to their druidic doings on you. You best escape, and your time starts now. <laughs> okay. Wait, will you have that? <laughs> I think we can hum it. I think we can hum it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um,
1: what can we see around What's the this? Yeah. refrain from Jerusalem?
0: In England's green and present lands. Right, so they in the
1: WI regions. Oh, I must, yeah. so I don't
0: Yeah, but you're from the Green Belt. <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, what can we see around this? Okay, so uh, looking around you, you can see there's uh, lots of little loose twigs on the floor around you. Uh, there's the wicker walls. Mm-hmm which appear to be um, partially bound together by some loose tacky gum, but also by an absolutely enormous padlock. Looking outside of the walls, it's a bit hard to see, but you can see a little bird. Um, It appears to be building a little nest above you uh, and is flitting around the field, trying to find materials.
1: Can we see anything in the bird's nest?
0: Uh, You can, you can see, um, there's some little eggs. Uh, You can actually reach into the bird's nest if you want. But you'd just be stealing birds' eggs.
2: Yeah, I don't know. We, we, he might be an ally. She,
0: they might be an ally coming up. We don't want to steal their eggs. Is
1: it the nest? We've made of anything other than just your standard nest material?
0: Yeah, it seems to be just stuff it's found lying around. No loose tacky gum.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: No lock picks. No keys. It's not a magpie, is it? Um, no. I, weirdly enough, I didn't say what. But let's say it's a magpie. <laughs> oh, okay. A it might, bird. It might find us some locks So it's, <laughs> yeah. it's a,
1: a regular-sized bird. Absolutely. Right. Okay. There's nothing else we can see around this.
0: Mm. Uh, no. Just you can see that there's um, little, lots of little loose twigs on the floor around your feet. Uh, you can see the wicker walls, and outside the wicker walls, you can see a little bird is flitting around okay. the field. I okay.
1: go, little bird. Does it respond?
0: No. <laughs> it, yeah. Weirdly enough, it doesn't speak English. It's probably might a need foreign. A dizzy I
2: said, <laughs> Medium-sized bird. <laughs> <laughs> Uh the, the wicker walls. Can I have a closer look at the wicker walls, see if there's any kind of
0: uh, weak points or anything of note about them? Uh, no, they're remarkably strong. It's that British craftsmanship that we're going to be relying on post-Brexit. Um, saying that, the, uh, the gum that's uh, holding it together hasn't quite set yet, so you could probably pull some off if you wanted to. Let's
1: pull some gum off. Yeah, I'm going
0: to pull some gum off. Yeah. Okay, uh, you pull off some gum. Nice. So
1: we can probably use that to get something from somewhere. Can I stretch it out, like chewing gum?
0: Uh, yeah, sure. You have a long bit of cool. gum. I, I watch that appreciatively.
1: Is <laughs> there um. so anything interesting to the padlock?
0: off? Uh, it's just huge and appears to be holding uh, some of the bars shut. It's probably how they open it and close it to get outsiders in.
1: That's your faces. Okay. Um. Hmm. Can I take a little egg out of the nest <gasps> and say to the little bird, go and get us a key and then you can get the ed- egg back.
0: Once again, I'm afraid the bird doesn't speak English. It's probably oh. just migratory. Upset, it's
1: just upset. OK, I put the egg back. I feel bad. <laughs>
0: um, All right, let's have a look at these loose twigs. Is there anything interesting about these loose twigs? Um, so the loose twigs around your feet are sort of small and twiggy, probably leftovers mm. from making the wicker man. Um, and uh, look like they might, you know, make good nesting material. We could We're just make a nest. nest and We could lay an egg and hope.
1: Be <laughs> Do you feel an
2: egg coming? Yeah. No, I, I think I, I lost all of that during being locked in here.
1: Okay. So. Uh, Do you want to offer a twig to the bird?
0: Yeah, that seems like a good way of attracting yeah. the bird. Wiggle some, wiggle some twigs Whigs? through the bars. Yeah, why not?
1: We'll really I wiggle
0: off. some twigs through the bars. Uh, you wiggle some twigs through the bars. Um, the bird actually grabs one out of your hand and oh, goes no. and puts it in this little nest. It's uh, building a little bit of nest. You then flits back out around the field. You can see him uh, flitting around the things in the field around you. What things are in the field around me? Uh, well, it's quite hard to see through the bars, but the things you can see appear to be what looks like, like a tree stump, a large sign, um, and a rusty car, some distant stones. Um, there's probably more to see, but you probably won't be able to see it until you're outside of the Wicker Man. So,
2: tree stump, large sign... Rusty uh, car, distant Rusty stone. car... Distant stones.
1: And this is for a goat god. I'm sure that's going to be very important.
2: Uh, it's going to be relevant.
1: Okay. Relevant. Mm. <laughs> so, do you want to give the birdie another twig and see if it does? Sure.
0: Work? Yeah, I'm going to give the birdie all of our twigs. Okay, I mean, there's, there's a lot of twigs. It will take you a, a long time. And he's... How much time? I'd say over half an hour. Okay, we won't do oh. that. Um, but you give him another swig and I'll he... I'll give him five
2: minutes worth of twigs.
0: Okay, <laughs> so you give him another swig and he flits back up to the nest and adds it to his uh, oh, Okay, his, okay uh, so
2: that's not... So, he's, you know, he's probably quite happy, but as soon as he doesn't speak English. What's on the sign?
0: Funnily enough, you notice uh, something glinting on top of the sign. You can't actually read it because you've got the reverse of the sign from where you are. But uh. so you can see there's something glinting on top of it. Uh, the bird is periodically visiting uh, these things around the field in its search for nesting material. Okay,
1: I'm going to put a bit of tar- sticky tar onto the onto the twig, and then give it to the bird.
0: Well, so it gets stuck to it. No. Why oh, are you being no. so
2: horrible to the? I don't know. I don't know. I
1: feel like you we start could, being horrible to the. If
2: we've got if we've got hundreds of twigs, we could try and stick them together with the the, 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 the <laughs> stuff, and then make a.
1: Well, I figured with a big st- a big long stick, stick. Yes. <laughs>
2: yeah. And we could try and
1: poke a poking things. Poking stick. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Can we try and assemble
2: a long pokey stick? Yeah, sure. <laughs> it doesn't okay. sound like it was planned for. No, but go for it. With the aim of picking up whatever's glinting on the uh,
0: on top of the sign. Well, not the solution I was expecting, <laughs> but um, certainly you you gum all of your very twigs together, your infinite number of twigs together to with a
1: big blob of gum on one end
0: to yep. the opposite side of the field nice. um, where the sign is and uh, and use it to hook the very small glinting object it's amazing it holds up over its own, uh, under its own weight really. yeah particularly how stretchy it was <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um yeah you then you uh, reel the object back into yourself it appears to be a small key oh nice it, is it a small key that fits a padlock it is indeed a small fit key that fits a padlock you click open the padlock Oh, sorry, would you like to use it in the padlock? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Definitely. yeah, I think so. Oh, jolly good, So I wouldn't want to preempt you. <laughs> uh, you click open the padlock, and you are now outside of the belly of the wicker man and in the field. Would you like me to tell you what you can see now you're outside of the wicker man? Yes. OK. OK, so you appear to be... It's, in not, a- a, it's
2: not a big sign saying, you did it, you're free. No. Record timing. I'm okay. afraid not,
0: because... Okay. Well, you see, you look around the field, sort of a large rectangular field, uh, in the, at the north end, sort of 12 o'clock, you can see that there appears to be a large trench has been half dug. At around two o'clock, so northeast, you have the wicker man from which you have just uh, descended with uh, a large pile of material at its feet. Kindling. Kindling. At around uh, southeast, so uh, five o'clock, you have the, uh, the rusty car. At six o'clock, so directly south, uh, you have a cattle grid leading to an open gate and what appears to be freedom at eight o'clock so south you have four large standing stones at nine o'clock so so northwest um, thank you uh, west sorry west west uh, you have a uh, a large wooden sign uh apparently facing away from you and finally in the top corner about 10 11 o'clock northwest of the field you have a tree stump with something on it what would you like to do
1: what uh, you n-
0: nearest to? Uh, you're nearest to the Wicker Man, which you've just gotten out of. Okay.
2: So, we've got the, the trench to our right and the rusted car yeah. to our left, if we're looking towards the yeah. centre of the field. Um, I'm going to go and check out the tree stump. Yeah, because that, there's something on it, and I feel like we're going to forget there's something
0: on it. Uh, the tree stump appears to be um, just a standard tree stump, but upon it is a laptop. It's yeah. an Asus Vivu Book 5 uh, but oh, not sponsored nice. by Asus um, yet. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's powered on, uh, but doesn't appear to have an internet connection or anything. It does, however, yes. have a network cable, which is currently sticking out of it.
2: Oh, we're here to do the f- we're here to, to put <laughs> in the, the, that, yeah. the 5G. It's going to give everyone
0: COVID, so ah. the trench could probably help us with that.
1: Uh, so we need to get it. F- what's on the sign yeah.
0: next to it? Okay, so uh, you move around to the sign. Uh, The reverse of it is a blank wooden board, but on uh, the front, you can see it's a a rather faded vote-leave sign from several years (laughs) ago, because the farmers (laughs) loved putting them in their fields, didn't they? They (laughs) did. Um, You can also see uh, stuck to the front of the vote-leave sign is a yellowed note. A post-it?
1: Oh, let's read Uh, it.
0: More like a A parchment. (laughs) (laughs) A yellow note. A yellow note with a sticky back. (laughs) (laughs) That's sticky what what, what does it say? It says... Rule one. Good druids work together. Also, precious metals are evil. So... uh... I'll repeat that. Rule one. Good druids work together. Also, precious metals are evil.
1: So, we're all going to have to um, make a circuit, is my thinking. Somehow. Get some precious metals as well. So... So, we have 19 and a half minutes left.
2: Okay, so, yeah, I think that circuit thing is probably not a bad idea. So it's
1: got precious metal. Should we go look at the rusty car if so there's anything in that metal base. Yeah.
0: Okay, uh, you go across to the rusty car uh, and can see what appears to be the remains of a dogging site from many moons ago. Mm. Uh, the grass is much flattened around this car where um, keen country dwellers would go and watch one another shag in the back of what looks like was once a Vauxhall Nova. <laughs> um, you can see on the dashboard of the car is a little yellowed note with a sticky back.
2: What number? Sorry? Uh, sorry, just, what does it say on it? I want to have the number so I don't write it
0: in the wrong place. Okay, uh, it says...
1: number of what?
0: Well, the first one was numbered one.
1: Ah, I see.
0: This one reads, Rule four, press out all evils at once, and then push out all that is sacred to complete the ritual. I'll read that again. Rule four, press first, sorry, first press out all evils at once and then push out all that is sacred to complete the ritual. Okay, so we know the evils, we don't know what's sacred yet. It's a standard British countryside uh, boy racer exhaust going past us there. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Okay, next we need to go to the Standing Stones.
0: Do we? Okay. Okay, so you um, you go across to the opposite side of the field, uh, next to the uh, the Sorry, gate. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and take a look at the Standing Stones. There, they're really quite big, um, sort of probably the size of the Stonehenge stones. <laughs> uh, they consist of. <laughs> this is, I've, I've made a ha- on the back of my script. I've made a handy diagram so they can see what they look Does like. Is that so, Collard's Dom? Yeah, Collard uh, Dom. So, uh, let me read it out to you. Uh, so they consist of four large lumps of stones. Uh, stone, uh, each about the height of a sort of a, a big man, a man who's the same height as a, a standing stone. Uh, they're covered in the moss of centuries, uh, but there's a lot of empty carling tins around the base. Uh, this is probably where the local kids go to exchange genetic material uh, and <laughs> leer knowingly at farmyard animals. Each stone has an ancient looking carving on it. Uh, the, going from left to right, they are a robin a collared dove oh a great tit <laughs> and a goldfinch uh, each stone also has a chalk outline of a hand on it
2: okay so our, just... so <laughs> our goldfinch is a precious metal so that's evil that's right?
1: evil yeah uh so maybe we should so push press out all evils at once then push out all that is sacred to complete so the room. But we
2: don't know what's sacred yet.
1: No, also, so we know only, that at some three point three we're gonna, of one of us is going to have to touch the goldfinch at the same time as everybody's. Press out all
2: of. evils. Push out all sacred. Uh, right, we need to find more of these um, e- e- oldie paint post-it notes. Yeah, let's go check out the
0: the, the freedom gate. Okay, so um, yeah, you look at the freedom gate. You're actually this. Um, Field is hedged you in quite literally, in that there's a large, very brambly hedge in there, um, probably full of uh, farmyard critters and the like who would give you, um, I don't know, indigestion. Um, <gasps> So, yes, your only way out does appear to be through uh, this gate and over a small cattle grid. The gate is actually wide open, but the cattle grid appears to be impassable on account of the fact that it has been sharpened to a razor's edge. (laughs) Oh, golly. (laughs) A nearby cute squirrel with a fluffy tail tries to make it and then gets diced into toast.
2: Like in the first Resident Evil movie. Is that what happens? They have those lasers going down the corridor, dice people.
0: Oh, is that what it is? Yeah.
1: We're down to 15 minutes. Oh, okay. Uh, Uh, There is
0: nothing else of note at the castle. Okay. What about the wicker man's
1: uh, bottom of the the wicker man? The kindling?
0: The kindling? Yeah, let's go look at the kindling. Okay. uh, you take a look at the kindling of the wicker man and they really wanted you to burn. Um, They have put a load of really quite high quality kindling here and some charcoal briquettes from the local uh, petrol Mm. station. Um, There is also, tucked in amongst that, a load of uh, bits of newspaper, um, some manuals for microwaves uh, and another yellow sticky note. Uh, let's read the note. This note reads, "Rule two: the robber is evil, except when placed next to another evil." I'll read that again. Rule two: the robber is evil, except when placed next to another evil.
2: Okay, so the robin is not next to the goldfinch. The at robber. Moment. The robber. Yeah, but I figure that's probably the robin.
1: I think we'd have to steal an egg. We're not going back in there command are we? i hope
0: not can I we look always... at the
1: trench yeah. Yeah. yeah why are we not looking at the trench right now?
0: OK, you go over to look at the trench. Um, you can only assume that your uh, your predecessors, this is probably explaining why you guys are being sent now. You're maybe not even the second, possibly even third team to attempt to install this vital infrastructure to these ungrateful bastards. Um, you can see that a trench has been dug for a high-speed fibre optic cable. High-speed blasphemy. <laughs> however, uh, the locals have sabotaged the cable, something rotten. Um, and there is, in fact, a um, four-and-a-half-metre gap in it, where they've just apparently stolen it, chopped it away. Uh, the ends of the cable are visible to you.
1: Actually, uh, put them together.
0: Well, there's a there's a gap of four there is and a half. indeed m- a gap of four and a half meters. So, Ooh. We
1: need to the gap.
2: do we have anything that can?
0: How long's the network cable for the laptop? Uh, so the network cable actually appears to terminate in the fibre optic cable um, somehow without a router. Magic. built-in
2: route, that's pretty cool. Um, So we need something that can span that gap to power our laptop to do something for us. Um, Uh, So... So we
0: haven't found rule three, have we? It's a in the air. Have we looked everywhere? Oh, sorry, yes, rule three. Uh, Yes, also in the trench, Uh you find (laughs) a yellow... Thank you, Tom. Uh, I'm using the Ben approach today, which is using a map, and it's not working for me. You find another yellow note with a sticky back of ancient origin. It reads, Rule three, priestly soap is sacred. The giant breast is evil. Priestly soap? Priestly soap. So, rule three, priestly soap is sacred. The giant breast is evil.
1: Okay. so... Right,
0: so okay, so the we...
1: druids work together. Precious, precious metal. So let's are have evil. a look. So
2: if the robber is evil, except we're next to evil, that's probably the robin. Collared dove will be the priest's soap, right? Because yeah. dog collar dove is soap. Yeah. Yeah. Great tit is the giant breast, and then goldfinch is the precious metal. So what have we got? So goldfinch is. Oh nice, no, We got actual birdies singing to us. <laughs> so Don't gold goldfinch is evil. Robin is evil unless it's next to one that's evil. Unless it's
1: next to great tit.
2: No, no, because... Yeah. Oh, yeah, the priestly soap is sacred. So collared dove is sacred. Okay. And the great tit is evil.
1: So then you need to press out all evils at once, then push out all that is sacred. So, so we s- need to go over and put our hands on the... Standing the
2: standing stones,
0: are they in a circle? Uh, no, they're in a uh, line... They're in a line left to right. They're in a line left to right. Um... So the robin is as shown on this illustration <laughs> so the robin is cur- currently evil
2: then because he's not next to evil he's next to a sacred one. Oh, but first we put press out all evils and then push out all sacred how do you what's the difference between pressing something out and pushing something out do you think
0: uh thesaurus that's it <laughs> okay <laughs> just
1: yeah
0: probably i'd say that these ancient authors probably just didn't want to use the word push twice <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, so shall we just very gi- should we just give that a go then guys yeah. so we have to work together
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: so
2: the three of us, mm. so one of us is on the robin, one of the great tit, one of the goldfinch.
1: Yeah, that's it. Which we put we, all we our hands on it.
0: Put our hands and then try and push them push, out so of the... Push over. our hands, maybe?
1: Just put, we're just pushing against the hand mark.
0: Okay, so you please uh, tell me which ones are you pushing the hand mark? Uh, The robin, the great tit and the goldfinch. Uh, you push them in, uh, they actually recess back uh, several inches. You wait a moment and nothing happens. They then reset.
1: Okay, and then we have to oh, do so, the, then so the sacred, all that is sacred. Them, yeah. So then the collar dove.
2: So we push out them in. out and then push out the... collar dove. The collar dove after they click back. Yeah. yeah. So let's try it again. So all of us stand on a stone, push the robin, the great tit and the goldfinch, and then whoever's... who's, who's nearest? Who's, who's at the robin?
1: I'll be at the robin, yeah. Okay,
2: then Laura then can then push on the collar dove once the rest have clicked back.
0: You do so? And the stones reset. Ah. Nothing happens.
1: So Press out all the evils pushed. at
2: once, then push out all the sacred stones. Oh, wait, hold on.
1: Robert, what's here? So Robert the Robin.
2: Here. So if we push out all the evil, the Robin is no longer next to a sacred <clears> one. So would he be next to an evil? So he becomes sacred.
1: The robin is evil. So maybe...
2: Because the, Unless... the, the robin's the one with a...
1: So it's not evil. So the Robin is never evil. So no, it's it just is... great tit and goldfinch is it evil. The
2: robin is evil except when it's next to evil. Yeah. So right now the robin is evil because he's next to a any sacred these one. these
1: birds... Because it, it says ro- Do you think rule two was r- the robber is evil? Yes. So, so any of these birds steal anything?
2: Well, with well, things I assume it's the robin just because it's a, a terrible attempt at a pun which rings strongly of Michael. Fuck yeah. And, <laughs> and, <laughs> and the other three all have rules specifically for I them. I suppose, yeah. Um, but the thing is, so that's the only one that's got a condition, which is it's evil except when it's next to evil. So I assume that by pushing them out, the robin is no longer next to the collared dove and therefore yeah. isn't evil anymore. So. We'd have to push out the robin, the great tit, and the goldfinch, and then push, push out, out the, the robin t- and the collared dove.
0: Should we try that? Yeah, yeah, let's do that. OK, we do that. You do. The stones recess in, Lynch, an and then slide back. Nothing happens. Oh, uh, my god! I'm stumped. I, well, you, that's a very interesting choice of words, Dom.
2: What does a oh, stump say? Oh, let's go and have a look at this tree stump
0: that does yeah. nothing. OK, you take another look at the tree stump. The laptop is still sitting on it, uh, powered, but not connected to the internet.
1: So we need to connect it and then do it. But we
2: can't connect it. There's a hole in the in the in the um, the deadly 5G wire. Why is fucking
1: pit for that? <laughs> because
2: there's a four and a half meter gap. You What's to, how are you going to join it? What are you going to join that gap with?
1: Okay. Do we have anything? that T- no, Tar won't conduct it. <laughs> <laughs> <What about> twigs. <laughs>
0: I'm afraid uh, twigs won't conduct electricity.
1: Right,
2: is
0: there any? The signs made of wood, isn't it? Yeah.
1: Is there anything on the laptop screen?
0: Uh. Yeah, it's the Windows XP background hill, which looks a lot like what you're on, except that's not pissing down with rain. (laughs) How are you doing for time, by the way?
1: Oh, crap. Not well. ten minutes, I think. Seven. Oh, dear. Just under eight.
2: Okay. Uh, is there anything in the car that could be used uh,
0: wire-like? No, it's pretty old and gutted. It's all just rusted into weeds and stuff.
1: Can I not even push the car to... to, to No, it's 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 an an inert Hulk. Should one of us stay with the laptop while two of us yeah, do that, the whole that's a good thing. Idea. Just see if it comes up on the screen yeah, that's, when we're
2: it. Oh, working together. Yeah. yeah, okay, good idea. So, yeah, so you, do you want to do it or yeah. do, you, okay, so yeah. you can stand by the laptop, Laura. Me and Anna will, uh, ooh, how are we gonna push out, okay, I'm gonna stretch myself out to push out the great tit and the goldfinch. Yeah. So, you do so. Anna, you do the you do the robin. Nice. And then I'll do the, you do the robin again, and I'll do the collared dove. Are we Are gonna try that one yeah, again? Yeah, let's do yeah. that. Okay, we do so. Okay, uh, nothing happens.
1: Nothing oh my nothing like
2: hmm so the rubber is evil except when it's next to evil
1: but won't it's, leave. it's never I mean, next to
2: evil no <laughs> <laughs> how dare you say that <laughs> so the robin is never next to evil because even when it's pushed back it's not it's next to one that's sacred right hmm so it's, so why, but why else would it have the rule the robin is evil except when next to evil good? Point. uh I mean, it's next to the sign that says, vote leave. That's <laughs> it's kind of evil. Oh, no, it's not actually. It's on the left. So it wouldn't
0: be. And it's not like that close. At least on my very In bad my map, diagram. Yeah, that's fine.
1: Uh, Shall we just try... hold
0: on. So do you want to try not
2: pushing the robin again? Just push those yeah. three and the collared dove? Yeah. I'll watch the left. OK, so I'll push the great tit and the goldfinch. Anna, you push the robin, and then you push the collared dove.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, you do so, nothing happens.
2: Okay. Oh, what are we missing here?
0: And feel free to ask for a clue anytime you're Any yeah, ready. Clue. Clue. Yeah, okay. okay. uh, you haven't inspected uh, the cable, I would say, in Oh content. okay, let's inspect the, the cable. Let's inspect the cable. Oh, okay, so fun. taking a look at the taking a, uh, a close look at the cable, hold it in your hand and you can see that it's been sheared off the end exposing the copper wires. Unfortunately, touching it with your unguarded hand you feel a faint tingle on your finger as the latent charge in it attempts to transmit signal.
2: Ah, oh, so we can be a conductor. Four and a half metres. That's going to be... That's going to have to be all of us, surely.
1: He asked you what the cable was like and you said it was plugged into the ground.
2: No, that's the network cable of the, the laptop goes into the train. Okay, should
1: we do, press all the buttons quickly and then go over and then... No. Line? Well,
2: yeah, so let's try and conduct... Let's try and be a, a three conductors to, to join the four and a half metres and, and
0: do see what happens there. So, should we do that? Yeah. So, yeah. we all hold hands and become the cable. OK, you all hold hands and you join either end of the cable with your hands. You feel it's like tingle as its uh, signal goes through and you hear a boo on the laptop as the internet connection goes through.
2: Yeah.
1: But
0: now we can't let... Go, how are we going to press the stones? There is a notification on the laptop screen. Can we okay. see it from the trench? Uh, sure. I mean, the, the internet like doesn't go off. We'd, like notifications don't disappear when you're not connected. To the internet. Okay. Let's That's let's good. go
1: and look at
2: the look at the notification then.
0: Uh, sure. The notification reads: Rule five. Ah. Whoops! Ancient typo spotted. Reverse sacred and evil in rule three. In rule
2: three. So that means the great tit is sacred and the priest uh, is evil. Should have seen that coming.
1: <laughs> okay, so about to go so to let's the yeah,
2: so let's try that again then. So this time, hold on, let me change it down here, otherwise I'm going to get confused with my notes. So we want to, uh, ah, so the robin is now next to evil, so the robin is also sacred.
1: So we push the dove. So
2: we push the, the yeah, the dove and the goldfinch, and mm. then the robin and the great tit.
1: Yeah.
0: You push in the dove and the goldfinch at the same time. Pause for a moment and then push in the robin and the great together. As you push the final stone, you feel a deep rumbling from beneath the earth. The sky becomes instantly black as clouds rush from all directions to form up above you, not unlike what's happening (laughs) above us right now. A series of interlocking interlocking pentagrams (laughs) illuminate the space between the standing stones, forming together into a broiling portal. A face made of tens of thousands of goat heads the size of a Boeing 747 starts forcing its way through, birthing into this plane of existence. Oh, nice. Unfortunately, the standing stones have been weakened by centuries of teenage urine and the dregs of bad (laughs) lager, and they topple over under the onslaught, shattering the portal and its dark inhabitant with a sad squelch. The largest of the stones falls flat across the cattle grid, smashing it and bridging the gap. Hooray! You all carefully hop across it to freedom and see your trusty van waiting for you just opposite the field. You're just about to hop into it when you notice for the first time what appears to be an iron cross on the front bumper. The headlights turn to look at you. Uh-oh. Everyone thought Robo Hitler had transformed into a 7-Up <laughs> vending machine and was living in a leisure centre in Argentina all these years. It couldn't be, could it? Your van unfolds itself, transforming into a metal figure with a pinched metal face and a silly tin foil pencil moustache. Guten Abend, hunter. Ich bin rumbled. He opens his robot mouth. There's a V2 rocket in there. It's counting down and it's aiming right at you. To be continued. (laughs) And you've done it, you've solved my puzzle. Well done, guys. (laughs)
1: Hooray!
0: You got the logic puzzle straight away. Well, kind (laughs) of. We followed followed the rules, but we're following false rules.
1: rules.
0: (laughs) That was the sneaky. Sneaky, Michael. That was the tricky one. Can I stop the
1: timer, though?
0: Oh, yeah, you can stop the timer. How much time do you have left?
1: It was was two and a half minutes.
0: Nice. Nicely done, folks.
1: I just want to eat more Pringles. I hope you can't hear me
0: either. (laughs) We can can absolutely (laughs) hear you eating Pringles. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I hope they can't hear me scratching my bum hole.
1: <laughs> how did you know?
0: <laughs> oh, God, there's an ASMR site somewhere that's got that on. What oh,
1: bum hole <laughs> scratch? Oh, dear. There's probably somebody
0: that's into that. Oh, uh, yeah, Fine. so tune in next week to find out how whoever's doing the next puzzle deals with Robot Hitler with a V2 in his mouth. So, thanks very much for listening. You can subscribe to us on all of your favourite... <laughs> it's literally... The rain's easing up now. This is so ironic. Uh, <laughs> Thanks very much for listening. You can subscribe to us on all of your favourite apps, feeds, iTunes, and at our website, www.theinfiniteescaperoom.com. You can also follow us and get in touch via Facebook and Twitter at tier, T-I-E-R, underscore, podcast. If you've enjoyed the episode and we really hope you did we'd be obliged if you could please leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook as it's a big old help in reaching new audiences or if you're a sexy motherfucker with an ass that just won't quit uh, then why not join our Patreon? Uh, you'll find there's a link in the episode description there's loads of different tiers with loads of different bonuses and contents and whatnot uh, and Ben and I will love you for absolutely forever uh, so yeah we love you lots and we'll see you next time on the Infinite Escape Room bye bye now bye bye it has got a prickle in her hand <laughs> 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 he was edging towards it he was like I'm done. I'm
2: done. <laughs>